you may not have heard this over the weekend because Friday afternoon, the provincial government released a statement on increased capacity limits. And as of Saturday, the following venues could operate at full capacity. Concert venues, theaters and cinemas, spectator areas of uh, facilities for sport and recreational uh, fitness like your arenas, meeting and event spaces, horse racing tracks, car racing uh, tracks, other similar venues, commercial film and television productions and with studio audiences. And these places have been, by the way, taking advantage of regular rapid tests throughout the pandemic. So they've been very safe in certain outdoor settings that have a capacity below 20,000 at full capacity now, unless you're a restaurant because capacity restrictions remain in place for all other businesses, including restaurants. And that has restaurateurs hopping mad here to talk about it. Uh, I'd like to welcome onto the show. He's been here before. John Sinopoli, partner and executive chef with the Ascari Hospitality Group. John, this is not welcome news for you guys. Can you uh, just give us an idea of how you felt Friday when the announcement was made? Uh, thanks for having me back, Kelly. Yeah, to say we felt like we got kicked in the gut, I think, would be an understatement. Um, the industry was completely shocked that you know, the one industry, and, uh, and that, not just us, I believe hair salons and gyms also are are uh, still subject to capacity limits, although it's a lot less pressing for them, given that for us, running at 75% capacity is bankruptcy. Uh, that equals bankruptcy without patios, which is, we're lucky with this weather right now, but coming very, very soon. So, yeah, it, it's we're dumbfounded. Uh, we're left scratching our heads. We don't understand what is going through the mind of government officials. We've been told uh, through some cryptic statements that the public health officials in the province think that restaurants are still at um, in a increased risk because people are dining without their mask on for long periods of time. But if you think about what's going on, it, first of all, you know, everyone has to be double vaccinated in the building, of course. But if you think of what's going on at stadiums and rock shows and concerts, people are standing beside each other, screaming at the top of their lungs for three hours. Yeah. So sitting and having a glass of wine and a steak frit for a couple hours, two feet away from someone is more dangerous somehow. So and if you have a beer sense. in your hand, um, you're at a sporting event or a concert and you have a beer in your hand, you have to drink it. You don't have to have a mask on. So you're right. Right. People, there's a, right. There's a huge double standard and it's a, it's a head scratcher in in my books that they've allowed this to happen. Um, also, you, you can sit in a movie with a you know a big vat of popcorn. Sometimes it's yeah. unless you're me, you're done before the end of the the um, coming soons. But for an or, right. a normal person that control themselves around a popcorn bin, you might have that through the whole theater uh, through the whole movie. No, it, it makes zero sense. Uh, I think that everyone we've spoken to over the weekend. We've spoken to government officials at different levels of government saying, hey, do you understand why they're doing this? They're like, this makes zero sense. We don't know what they're doing. We just think that they are either obtuse about the reality of what's going on or like willfully negligent to the needs of small business. And we don't understand. But who would that serve, John? What's that? Who would that serve being, you know, woefully ignorant? I don't know. I, 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 like you said, it's a head scratcher. I, like, we really don't know who this policy benefits. It's definitely not in the interest of public safety. I'll tell you that because it, because that everyone the smell test doesn't work on that one. 
Um, and uh, you can see with your play, uh, playing with your eyes, like what's going on here, that restaurants are just left with, um, you know, holding the bag here for no good reason whatsoever. Uh, and we have a meeting at 1145 a.m. today with a few provincial ministers to discuss issues directly, an emergency meeting that was called by a group of stakeholders uh, early in the weekend. And the fact that we had to spend our Thanksgiving weekend on the phone, on email, in a crisis situation, trying to get government to the table, just goes to show that like they, they just don't care about small business. We, we don't know what they're thinking. We don't know why they would enact this policy. They haven't explained themselves at all. They just stuck it in on a Friday afternoon of a long weekend. Yeah. Here's the new policy. Here's the new policy. If you think that timing is an accident. there's no way that's an accident. No, we pointed that out several times on this show. That's what they do. It's what all uh, governments do when they want to bury a story, especially on a long weekend, release it on a Friday afternoon. Because then, you know, on a long weekend, people are gone by one on a Friday. Of course. And the last thing I wanted to do with, with my colleagues and with my business partners and with all the other, like, you know, people in the industry who have been uh, working on advocacy throughout this crisis is to have to f- spend the first long weekend where we can actually get together with our families on the phone and all over email and in a crisis situation because this government doesn't have the decency mm-hmm. to A, consult with the stakeholders in the industry about the policy, and then B, you know, release it on a Friday afternoon of a long weekend. It's pretty crazy. So, look, John, we th- can I just point something else out, if, if I could? You still have capacity limits on the patio. Are you going to bring that up? Because we still have some good weather coming our way. Um, it seems kind of absurd that they would allow arenas to operate at full capacity, movie cinemas to operate at full capacity. Yet when you're outdoors on a, a patio at a restaurant, you still have limits. No, the capacity, I, I believe the capacity limits on the patios were lifted. Okay. It's just indoor capacities we're talking about, which is okay. why everyone's freaking out because we know that in a week or two, that's the only business we'll be doing. And, and of course, you know, uh, the governments have done nothing to reinstill confidence in the marketplace of the safety of our businesses. They spent 18 months telling people not to go out to stay home, which we went along with, of course, in the interest of public safety. We played our part. We, we made our sacrifice and then some. And now when it's finally safe to come back inside, when, it, when it, there's a vaccine passport where there's huge screening protocols and, and testing in place and, and like contact tracing in place, and yet now we're left with what? We're not allowed to open at full capacity and there's no more federal subsidies. There's no more help. So now at 75% capacity, we're supposed to survive. Like we're not talking about profits here. People say you can't put profits over safety. We're not talking about profits here. We're talking about survival. We yeah. run at five percent margins on a good day. At seventy five percent capacity, we're we're like losing twenty percent. Doesn't make any sense. How safe do your staff feel? Our staff are now fully confident with all of the protocols put in place. They yeah. know that everyone coming inside, they 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 screen them and check them for for you know the double vaccination they they're wearing masks they're we're sanitizing we're doing all the things we've always done the past 18 months to a t um you know we're requiring you know our teams to be vaccinated like they feel they feel safe they want to get back to work they want to start making money again like they like talk about people who sacrificed our teams 
no, like the people who stuck it out and are still working in this industry are dedicated to it. Can the decision they say the government says was uh, made uh, due to a limited number of outbreaks in the settings, which are movie theaters, concert venues, uh, cinemas. Well, first of all, concert venues haven't been operating, you know, very much. So that's interesting to say that's kind of rich. But um, when you have an outbreak at a restaurant, it's closed down, right? Due to health regulations. So uh, how does that square with you? The idea that this decision was made due to a limited number of outbreaks in the other settings. It's insane. And frankly, it shows a complete lack of transparency. And we've been saying all weekend, show us the data or open us up because they claim that they have data that says that restaurants are still at high risk or salons or gyms are still at high risk. We're like, great, show us the data. They have not been able to produce the data. And the only data we've seen from certain municipalities earlier in the pandemic, we know was manipulated and not, uh, and, and treated very, very small sample sizes in very small geographical areas as a way to project across the rest of the industry, which everyone knows it's not the way you use data. So we are saying to them, show us the data. Where's the transparency? And we'll be asking those questions at 1145 a.m. this morning. John, I, I would love to have you come back on tomorrow and give us a little uh, heads up on what was said or if you sure. were once again given the runaround. So maybe you can schedule that with Danny. But before I let you go... Um, can you make sense of this story? Um, another restaurant in Toronto, Pompette, it's a college in Clinton. They've announced that they are going to officially close down on Saturday, the busiest day of the week in an effort to imp- improve the quality of life for their staff. What is, you know, I know it's hard for you to comment on another person's business, but to me, this story is about something bigger than just giving your staff a better quality of life. What do you, what do you make of this story? Is there something, going on as far as this is pandemic related? Yeah, I can't speculate on their decision. Um, I know of the restaurant. I don't know the owners. Uh, I know it's a great place. I think that every owner makes their decisions. There's some owners that, you know, realize, hey, we do just as good a business on Monday and Tuesday night as we do on Saturday night. So why not close on a Saturday night? I think that everyone's making a difficult decision now based on being short-staffed, and if everyone could be open seven days a week, they might be, but it's very, very difficult to find um, teams right now. Uh, And so I don't know what's behind that decision. I can't speculate on it. Well, you know what? I think you may have hit on something. You know, if you're working at a restaurant and it's we're trying to incentivize people staying with you, hey, Saturday night's off. That's the day that people are doing things. So um, maybe that's it's about as simple as that, incentivizing uh, so that you keep your staff happy, uh, because you know as well as anyone, it's hard to get staff right now. This is we've got to. You guys are just boy, it's an uphill battle any way you look at it, John. Um, so I'm going to let you talk with Danny, and hopefully you'll be back with yeah. us tomorrow because I'd like to find out what's going on. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, John Sinopoli is partner and executive chef at the Ascari Hospitality Group.